Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Guys, I am so excited to see the Hocus Pocus uh, spectacular tonight. It's like my favorite thing to watch at the Halloween party. Oh, yeah, I can't wait either. It's going to be great. Zetus Lapidus, I'm so excited, Major. I can't wait. What does that even mean? What? Oh, you'll know in the future. Welcome to episode 72 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your Sanderson Sisters Believers, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the His on Hocus Pocus. So did I say that right, Alex? Did I say one of your Sanderson Sister Believers? I, I guess so. Yeah, I guess I that's think right. that works. It's yes. a lot of S's. That, that is a lot of S's, right? It's kind of long too, but we're going to go with it. Uh, so what do you guys think about Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus is one of my um, all-time favorite Halloween movies. I actually it's it's yeah, it's tied for first place. So tied for uh, first place? What's your first place movie then? Well, it's between that and Nightmare Before Christmas. And I know it sounds so basic, but I liked them before they were cool. Well, is mm. is huh, is Nightmare Before Christmas, would that be considered a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? We question. watch it during Halloween, so I call it a Halloween movie. Okay, and yeah. I think that hopefully, you know, here in a couple of weeks, we'll go ahead and do the history on Nightmare Before Christmas. I think that'll be a, a really fun one to do. Um, but how about you? How about you, Alex? What do you think of um, Hocus Pocus? I like Hocus Pocus. I've been a fan, big fan of it. Um, just like Jin, it's my number two Halloween movie behind uh, Night Before Christmas. And uh, I don't know, Night Before Christmas, you can watch probably through October to December as mm-hmm. much as you want. Yeah, it fits those areas, but Hocus Pocus is definitely a Halloween movie, and uh, it's definitely one of the best Halloween movies Disney's produced, I believe. Now, Hocus Pocus, I enjoy Hocus Pocus. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Halloween movie, you know, of all time, but it is. Uh, it's definitely one of my. It's one of those movies that you have to watch in October. Uh, Nightmare uh, Before Christmas, I really do enjoy. Not Nightmare Before Christmas, also because I know we're talking about you know like Halloween movies, I guess. Uh, but Hocus Pocus, love it. Great story. Uh, you know, I love the witches. I love the Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on, Alex, he is also remote this this week. So we have Alex is remote. Jen's remote. Uh, I'm in the studio. So mm-hmm. just want to let everyone know. Bear with us. Yeah, bear with us. And uh, I think Hocus Pocus is up there with uh, Halloween Town as well. I love Halloween Town. That those two are oh. the. What? The Halloween movies, for sure. Jen, you don't like Halloween Town? So, I don't remember when Halloween Town came out, but I think I'm right in between those. So, I was right on the cusp with Hocus Pocus. What year was that? 93, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember 93? Halloween t- uh, Hocus Pocus was 93, right? Yeah, It was five. I was 13. 
I don't know. I can't do math right now. So I was right on the edge with that one. And I think Halloween Town came out after. Do, do you guys remember that one? Uh, I think it was on Nickelodeon, though, called Under Wraps. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one, too. And kind of my memories, I kind of talk about some of these older Halloween movies. You know, if you really think about it, you know, we got these Halloween movies that are popular. I went to the movie theaters. Hocus Pocus, right, was in the movie theater. And it was it, it, was it popular? I know we're gonna about to get into mm-hmm. the history. Was it really popular at the time it came out? No. No. No, it wasn't popular at the time it came out, right? Cult classic. Yeah. And now, I mean, a lot of my favorite Halloween movies are not these big blockbuster, like, Halloween movies that were out in the movie yeah. theater. They're the ones that are just, like, straight to, you know, uh, Disney, straight to, like, television, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dane just posted in chat, Halloween Town was 98. So Halloween Town came out quite a bit after Hocus Pocus. Yeah, see, at that point, I had I was graduating high school. I wasn't watching Halloween movies on Disney. Yeah, but hey, so do you think that we would, like now Halloween Town, do you think me going, let's say I never watched Halloween Town before, right? Would I enjoy Halloween Town now? But the reason is the reason why I enjoy Halloween Town is because of, you know, I watched it growing up. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the same thing with you, Alex, though. Like you don't enjoy some of the rides that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. at Disney because you know you went on them when you you were older as I went on when I was younger so I'm sure that does play a part in it uh, obviously yeah well it plays a part for this movie for me for sure mm-hmm. because it's absolutely a, it's a sense of nostalgia from my childhood so yeah but I well, feel adolescence but I feel like this movie you know if like well uh, so probably doesn't even make a difference it just depends on when you watch the movie because I feel like this movie would be special to you know any eight-year-old so i think that this stands like the test of time right yeah yeah i, don't think, I think i don't think so. it'll I don't think it'll age out do you guys want to rate it oh yeah Ooh. so let's go ahead and rate this movie and i don't want to go ahead and throw this is we're not going to rate it as a halloween <laughs> movie okay we're going to rate okay. it as a movie okay okay, okay? oh come on you want to rate it as a halloween oh, movie a, no 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 rate it as a movie it's a movie you gotta rate it as a movie you, but you don't want to rate it like in the genre of halloween movies you just want to rate it as a movie I want to rate it as a movie. What do you want to do, Jen? It's going to be lower if I rate it as a movie because it's silly and cheesy and it's it's no... That's uh, true. It's no Avengers Endgame. <laughs> that's true. It's no Avengers Endgame. So that's not fair. I have to rate it as a Halloween movie if you want me right. to give okay, it Okay, that's fine. Right, you can give it whatever rating you want. So, Jen, go ahead and give it a rating. So, I'm going to give it a Halloween rating of 9.5. A Halloween <laughs> rating of 9.5. Okay, hey, I like that. I like Nine how she kind of... Nine, nine, spook, nine and a half. 9.5 spooks. 9.5 spooks. Okay. Alex, go ahead. <laughs> what do you rate, rate it? I give this movie an eight overall. Just movie movie rating. Wow. This is an eight. That's pretty high for you. Yeah. It's, a, it's pretty I high mean, for I a movie. As a kid, I liked it. I know. Mm-hmm. What's above an eight for you? What are you, what are you watching that's above that that we would uh, give it? Avengers would, eight. Avengers would be above eight. Okay. Uh, the Joker Dark Knight Returns is, above, is like a 10. The Joker Dark Knight. I never heard of that movie. <laughs> Batman Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the main character is Joker that I like. So okay, okay, with Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give. I'm gonna do the Halloween rating with this. I'm gonna give it eight spooks. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, sisters? Let's get to the his on Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is a 1993 film directed by Kenny Ortega and written by Neil Cuthbert and Mick Garris. The film stars Bette Midler 
Kathy Najimi, and Sarah Jessica Parker, with Omri Katz, Thora Birch, and Vanessa Shaw in supporting roles. The film follows a villainous comedic trio of witches who are inadvertently resurrected by a teenage boy in Salem, Massachusetts on Halloween night. So I feel like, you know, this movie kind of follows a, what can I say? It follows like a, uh, like a plan, right? You know, you, you always see those movies where it has like one smart one. There's like one really pretty one. And there's one like one that's kind of like not the smartest. And uh, it's like a formula that's, that, that, that's in a lot of movies, right? Oh, yeah, what other yeah, yeah. movies? What other movies? Example. Well, I mean, let's think about like the Three Stooges. Yeah, there we go. Right, the three. <laughs> no, uh, well, I'll give you some examples. Let me think about it for a minute. Like any kind of movie where, uh, how about um, the Three Amigos? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you say like Chevy Chase? He's like the movie star, right? Like yeah. the, the one that like, all the girls are like all googly eye for. Then you mm-hmm. have like Steve Martin. He's like the one who creates all the plans. He's like the smart one, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have Martin Short, and he's like the the goofy guy. That's kind of silly, yeah, yeah. right? He does like all he does all the silly stuff, gets people laughing. It, it's like that in almost like any movie. I just watched a movie on Netflix mm-hmm. where it was three girls, and it was I think it's called like Desperados. And uh, I'm not gonna go ahead and get into the whole you know, story of the movie. But it's the same thing. You got like the one who g- girl who's like, you know, all the guys are all over. And then you have, like, the one who's, like, making all the silly plans. And you have, like, the silly one. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's a formula that's used in a lot of movies. But, uh, you know, it, it works really well. It, it works really well, that that formula. And uh, it works really well with this movie also, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. I do have to say, last year, there were some kids on my neighborhood block that were dressed like the Three Amigos. And they had the little salute down. And it was probably the greatest Halloween was, like, costume like, ever. That's mm, awesome. Mm, mm, mm. Like that. Exactly. I have it on video. I love the three amigos. <laughs> that's a good movie. Is that, I think that's a Disney movie. Maybe we can do the history on that one. Is it? It's no, not it's not a Disney movie. <laughs> it's not a Disney movie. <laughs> Dude, it's a great movie though. So watching this movie, like I didn't know who this is one of those things where you watch a movie as a kid and then later one of the actors become famous and then you're like, oh, this is the actor. And then you watch a movie again and you're like, oh wait, that's that person. Mm-hmm. that's what kind of happened with me and uh watching it and uh Jer- sarah jessica parker it's like yeah. when i watched it originally i didn't know who she was and then mm-hmm. um what's that one tv show that she's in that's sex like, in the city sex in the city became so popular and then you watch it again you're like oh wait is that her oh wow mm-hmm. that's a way different role than she plays in the show yeah that she's filling in. so that was that's one of the only things i can say about uh all the casting is and I don't know who Bet Miller was. Like I never knew who she was. You never knew who she. You didn't know who she was when you really? watched that movie. No. no. Oh wow, she was way famous before she was I in know. that role. I know, but no, I didn't know who she was when I watched it. Probably the last ten years after I knew who she was, really maybe fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the movie starts on October thirty first, sixteen ninety three, near Salem, Massachusetts. Thackeray Binks sees his little sister Emily summoned to the cottage of three witches. There, the Sanderson sisters Winifred, Sarah, and Mary cast a spell on Emily to absorb her youth and regain their own, killing her in the process. Thackeray confronts the witches, who transform him into an immortal black cat, cursed to live forever with his guilt for not saving Emily. The townsfolk capture the witches, but before being hanged, Winifred's spellbook casts a curse that would resurrect the witches during a full moon on All Hallows' Eve when any virgin lights the black flame candle. Flash forward to October 31st, 1993. Max Dennison, regretting his family's sudden move from Los Angeles, California to Salem, Massachusetts, seems to be a non-believer of the Sanderson sisters' tale. Max takes his younger sister, Danny, 
trick-or-treating, where they run into Max's new crush, Allison. Allison mentions that her family owns the Sanderson Cottage as a museum. Max, in an effort to impress Allison, invites her to show him the Sanderson house to convince him that the witches were real. So you're giving like, a, it's like an audiobook. <laughs> you're giving like a, to- like a total, you know, introduction of the story here. Yeah, complete uh, synopsis. Well, I mean, synopsis is like an overview, right? I guess. This is like the whole story. You, you, this, this is like a spoiler. Uh, spoiler alert, the movie came out in 1993. So if you haven't watched it yet, I'm sorry to say there's there's not much we can help you with there. That's on you. Yeah, man. But what happens, you know, you got like, uh, you have a kid, he's like five years old, you know, you want to go and introduce the this movie to to the child and they're listening to the podcast and you ruin it for them. I don't know of any five-year-old who's going to sit through a podcast, honey. <laughs> well, I Al- mean, if, if you do, that's amazing. Alice's daughter, uh, she, sat, she sat through it, right? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the podcast. She said podcast. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. That's true. <laughs> Especially a history podcast. It's going to be kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. hard. <laughs> Investigating inside the cottage, Max lights the black flame candle and inadvertently resurrects the witches, who must continue to suck the souls of every child in Salem to continue living, or else they will disintegrate. The witches attempt to suck the soul of Danny, but Max, Danny, and Allison escape, taking Winifred's spellbook on advice from Binks, the talking black cat. The witches pursue them to a cemetery, where Winifred raises her unfaithful lover, Billy Butcherson, as a zombie, who chase them on foot. Max, Allison, and Danny find their parents at a Halloween party at the town hall, where Winifred enchants the partygoers to dance until they die. At Jacob Bailey High School, the children trap the witches in a kiln to burn them alive. While celebrating, the witch's curse revives him again. Not realizing that the witches haven't died, Max and Allison open the spellbook in an effort to reverse the spell on Binks. The open spellbook reveals the location of the group, and the witches track them down and kidnap Danny, Binks, and the book. Sarah then mesmerizes Salem's children with her voice, luring them to Sanderson's cottage. Max and Allison rescue Danny and Binks by tricking the witches into believing sunrise came an hour early. So, were you guys really huge in the Halloween growing up? Halloween yeah. is my favorite holiday of all time and always has been. Yeah, I was I liked Halloween. It was one of my favorite holidays. I wasn't a big Christmas fan. Like I didn't love Christmas like a lot of kids loved Christmas. Uh wasn't religious, so I didn't care about Easter that much. Um so Halloween was definitely my go-to. Uh I wasn't really a huge fan of Halloween growing up. Uh, but I would say that I'm a fan of Halloween now, uh, you know, especially with my son, you know, he really loves Halloween. Um, I do love Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. If you haven't already, we did a show, a history on Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Does anyone know what episode that was? I do not know. It is episode 20. So if you guys haven't had a chance, go ahead and go listen to that. Uh, when we talk about our experiences at Mickey's Not So Scary, and I love Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, uh, I haven't been to the uh, the Christmas one, the Disney Christmas one. Uh, what is that called, Jen? Uh, Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas. Very Merry right? Christmas. Haven't been to that one, but from what I saw, and I think from what you have told me also, is the Halloween one is uh, more enjoyable at the parks, right? But on the cruise ship. The the Christmas, um, the Disney cruise ships, the Christmas one, the Christmas cruises are better than the Halloween ones. Am I correct? 
Yes, I, I can. I completely agree with that. There's a there's a lot of potential for them to improve the Halloween cruises, I think. And it, it wouldn't be that hard to do. But um, I mean, and that's something that we could probably do a whole episode on, like the specialty, you know, cruise that they mm-hmm. do, which is not a bad idea, actually. But um, yeah, no, in the park, the not so scary Halloween is is much better than Christmas mm-hmm. personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. On a fun note, one year we were at the Halloween party. Um somebody was dressed as Billy Butcherson and their mm. costume oh. was amazing. Yeah, by any chance you wouldn't happen to have a picture, would you? I don't. I wish I did. Oh, we man. saw him at the end of the night on the monorail and it was probably hands down one of the greatest not so scary costumes I've ever seen. Like I was fangirling. Oh really? I I love that zombie in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty awesome. He's a cool character. And Dane also is saying that Mickey's not so scary, in his opinion, is the best after hours party at the parks, too, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. And I feel like, you know, Mickey's not so scary, the, uh, has like the villain's feel. And because of the success of Mickey's not so scary, that's they try to do the whole villain's night, you know, and I feel like that's a pretty cool night, too. But, you know, I would say I would say d- Mickey's not so scary played a big part. And me really starting to enjoy Halloween. Uh, I think so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, That's probably one of the, you know, growing up, Halloween was scary to me, man. Like, you know, we lived in New York and you hear crazy stories. Like we lived kind of New York, Houdini Houdini was buried in a grave, you know, and growing up, you hear all these like silly stories and all these rumors and stuff like that, you know, that your friends tell you. And like on the night of Halloween, Houdini like was supposed to come to life and do all these different things. And that, that scared me, man. It scared me as a kid. I'll be like, Oh, I want to go and like, I want to, I want Halloween to be over, but I definitely do enjoy Halloween now. Back at the cemetery, Max runs into Billy who joins Max to protect Danny. The witches attack and Winifred attempts to suck out the soul from Danny, the single vial of potion she retrieved from her cauldron. Binks knocks the potion out of her hands into Max's, but is then thrown to the ground and injured at the spot where his sister Emily's grave is. Rather than smashing the vial, Max drinks it in order to force the witches to take him instead of Danny. The sun rises just as Winifred is about to finish draining Max's life force, and due to standing on hollowed ground in the cemetery, she turns into a stone statue before she is disintegrated into dust along with her sisters. So I know we kind of talked about Billy last time. You know, Billy, he's my favorite character in the story. How about you guys? What's your, who is your guys' favorite character? Jen? So most relatable character is going to be Winifred because I share her <laughs> contempt for people. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that even mean? Because she's just over people. She's, oh, okay. I understand that. As an adult, I understand yeah, that. When the movie you. first came out, I had a little bit of a crush on the main character. But now after watching it just the other day, I'm like, boy, he was really kind of an idiot. Okay, like the boy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. idiot. Yeah. So, who's your favorite character? Would it be Winifred? Yeah, I think so. Okay. How about you, Alex? Uh, my favorite character is the main character, the boy. Uh, he plays Jen just called him an the... idiot. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> boys are idiots. It's fine. Especially uh, teenage boys. Let's just say yeah. That. When they're playing opposite of the attractive girl, he's going to be an idiot. That's yeah. that's when I watched the movie as a kid. That's what I watched it for is that girl in the movie because she was so attractive back then. So, of course, I wanted to be that kid because he's playing the opposite of her, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I like the witches. They're definitely fun. Let's talk about that scene where they go into the guy's house who plays the devil. <laughs> Just <about> the devil. <laughs> and they start hanging out with what they think is the devil. 
that's yes, that's so funny. And yeah, I'm so funny. glad that I watched it recently because I completely forgot about that scene. Watching it now, I like just watched this movie for the first time in like a couple of years. And I watched that scene. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Like he just let these people in his house. And now he's <laughs> dancing with one of them. His wife comes down and she's like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> that part is funny. With the witches gone, Max, Danny, and Allison say goodbye to Billy as he gets into the grave and returns to sleep. Binks finally dies, bringing his soul, appearing as a spectral. Binks thanks Max, Danny, and Allison for their help and bids farewell to them before reuniting with the spirit of Emily. As the end credits begin, the exhausted partygoers, including Max and Danny's parents, Dave and Jenny, are freed from the now-broken spell and return home, oblivious to their enchantment. Meanwhile, at the Sanderson's cottage, Jay and Ice, two bullies who earlier tormented Max and Danny and were captured by the witches after inadvertently insulting them, remain imprisoned in their cages. The film ends with Winnie's spellbook opening its eye, revealing it is still alive and the witches could possibly return again. So I'm hoping, um, you know, there's been rumors of a second one coming out, right? Has there? Yeah, uh, I think, but... I think that it's just one of those things that some of these popular movies you always hear of like rumors of like a second one coming it's never out. Gonna happen. Yeah, well, I was just gonna say I hope that it would be nice for a second one to come out. Mm-hmm. I think all the characters that, that played the the Sanderson sisters, that I think that they would be able to come back to play those parts. Oh yeah, prosthetics and stuff they would be fine. So according to DigitalSpy.com, Hocus Pocus two on Disney Plus. Uh, happening exclusively on Disney Plus. This was a uh, news release on ten nine twenty, so just last week. Yeah, and there's oh. been there, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And they, I mean, there's there's always these rumors coming out. You hear all these rumors. Hopefully, this one's true because I think you know Disney having Disney Plus now is it gives opportunity for movies like this to actually happen, right? It's like mm-hmm. Netflix. You know, you, you start getting all these movies that are kind of like I wouldn't say weird, but they're kind of like. You know, they're not made from big picture companies, right? Disney Plus now has the opportunity to go ahead and do like a Hocus Pocus 2. For example, these zombie movies that you're talking about, I wouldn't say that they're Halloween movies, right? Because they come out after Mm -hmm. Halloween. But they're definitely enjoyable movies, and they're not big production companies. They're not making them, right? Right. It's not like, you know, what are some big ones? Uh, I don't know, the Lionsgate and all these other big movie companies. They're small um, companies making these movies, and I think that would be a great movie to be on Disney Plus, right? It's Hocus Pocus too. Uh, it, so I just I just perused the article, and it has been confirmed. So that's oh, it's really? no longer a rumor. It has oh, been confirmed. Oh, nice. That's awesome. But they don't. There's no cast confirmed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I look. Kathy Najimy and Bette Medler had um, expressed an interest in resurrecting their characters, but there's nobody confirmed per that article. Hmm. That'd be awesome to be put on there. And now, you know, movie theaters, big time movie theaters, they're closing all over the country. I think like for Netflix, for Hulu, for all these digital streaming companies, this is a time for them to kind of shine for sure. Right. I mean, Disney. You heard the announcement. Well, Disney Plus did have some type of announcement with something, didn't they? They announced that they're kind of shifting their focus to the streaming service because that's kind of what's been the primary um, profitable area of the company this year because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And not only that, though, what they're doing with the Disney Plus, like the extra thing, uh, you know, where you pay extra and that you get those the new movies like Souls coming out like December. Right. 
And what movie just came out? Mulan. Like, Mulan. you pay a little extra. I mean, really think about it. I mean, I think that in the long run, they can make more money by doing that than actually going to the theaters. Because, you know, all the reason why they mark up all those prices in the movie theaters themselves, the movie theaters don't make money from you buying tickets. They make the mo- money from like the concessions and stuff like that. Yes. So this is, I think, will be more beneficial to the movie companies. But I feel bad for the, you know, for the movie theaters, though, because that's because, I mean, that's just not mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. Then my wife and I was talking about how all these movie theaters are going to close down. She's like, oh, well, our kids not really know going to movies anymore since they'll be closing in the next five years, whatever. I'm like, no, because I think the 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 more special movie theaters, like the ones that give you food at where you're sitting or have the reclining mm-hmm. chairs, I think those will stay open because they're luxury type things. Uh, you know, you, I think I think we were pre-COVID. I think we were we were already moving towards that. You know what I'm saying? With Netflix and how well Netflix is done, I think that we mm. were already moving, kind of like Blockbuster, you know, Blockbuster and all these other companies, how yeah, how but, massive they were and how great mm-hmm. they were. And then the streaming services came and all these different things, it's kind of, and the internet came along. It's kind of like it shut that down. I think we were already, I think we were still kind of ways away from experiencing like the movie theaters kind of, you know, going out of business, the big, the movie company, like theater company. But I think that this kind of gave it a, a, definitely a little shift and a little kick in the butt to make that happen. See, Seeing a movie on the big screen is way different than watching on your TV. Yeah, that's true. There would be certain movies that I would still go to the theater to see. Avengers? Um, yeah, any of the Marvel movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Your big blockbusters. I definitely am not going to pay and watch it at home. I'm going to go watch it there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, like Soul, I'll I'll pay. Is I don't, is that a premium one? I'm not sure. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be, yeah. So I definitely will pay the the thirty dollars uh, to watch that one as a family and and the good news is that can be thirty dollars a movie or is it just thirty dollars for that service? I think it's probably thirty dollars a movie, okay. but when you think about it, that's how much oh, you would yeah. pay for the three of you to go to the movies. There's and no doubt about that it. Doesn't count. Actually, you probably are paying more than that if you're taking mm-hmm. Nikki. Yeah, so I don't like that because Netflix releases movies. And you don't have to pay extra for those. And now I'm paying for Disney Plus and I got to pay more money to see the movies they're releasing. I'm not a big fan of that. I understand why, though. I'm also cheap. so <laughs> it, It's it's a more cost effective option for our family. It is. Because yeah. my, my husband has always said his thing is when a, a big movie comes out, he jokes around about, well, we can just go book a cruise and watch it on the ship. For free. <laughs> like, that's not free. We've done that for a couple movies. Yes, we have. <laughs> I'm itching to go on a cruise. I can't wait for for things to get a little better and we can get out there. Back to Hocus Pocus. Uh, how about the fact that uh, this kid's room got blown up and now he has to explain <laughs> to his parents. He got out of a dance that have no recall of what just happened. And they're going to get home and his room is going to be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, that's they have crazy. good as an adult i say i hope they have good insurance uh-huh. <laughs> but what we yeah have you ever dealt with insurance before you're gonna call the company uh yeah the room blew up well how <laughs> no it's an act of god isn't that oh, what yeah. that's considered i guess yeah yeah i'm <laughs> sure i guess and then he has to go see his therapist because he's saying there's witches and zombies uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting kind of deep into this Producer David Kirshner said he came up with the idea for the film one night as he and his young daughter were sitting outside and his neighbor's black cat strayed by. Kirshner invented a tale of how the cat was once a boy who was changed into a feline 300 years ago 
by Three Witches. Hocus Pocus started life as a script by Mick Garris that was bought by Walt Disney Pictures in 1984. The film's working title was Disney's Halloween House. It was much darker and scarier, and its protagonists were all 12-year-olds. Garrison Kirshner pitched it to Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment. Spielberg saw Disney as a competitor to Amblin in the family film market at the time and refused to co-produce a film with his arrival. Various rewrites were made to the script to make the film more comedic and made two of its young protagonists into teenagers. However, production was stalled several times until 1992 when Bette Mittler expressed interest in the script and the project immediately went forward. She is quoted as saying, Hocus Pocus was the most fun I'd had in my career up to that point. So it's uh, pretty kind of cool how the story came about, huh? How it all uh, came together. It, it is. And it's um, it's kind of exciting to, you know, read the quote from her, from um, Bette Midler, and hope that she still feels that way. Because one of the things that I don't like about sequels is when they replace the some of the iconic cast. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... Um, optimistic i guess to know that she said that so that hopefully she would reprise her role as winifred mm-hmm. in a sequel because really i mean i can't imagine anybody else being in her place yeah i agree with you yeah for sure uh and i think that bet midler it's always cool to kind of see for i'm gonna give it they're on another movie right with another actor who's known for playing serious roles right mm-hmm. bet midler she she was known she wasn't really known as this type of play this type of character, right? Bette Miller was uh, was she a comedian? No, she was a singer, right? She's a singer, actress, Broadway. But she was uh, what, what I know her from. I don't know her from like you know she didn't play comedic roles. Like when mm-hmm. you sit there and you take a an actor who's known for serious roles. Get there an example, Robert De Niro, right? Robert De Niro was known for those crazy roles of like you know like the mafia guy, very serious movies, drama. Then you throw him and meet the parents, right? And he plays that <laughs> character great, right? And yeah, then he yeah. started to go ahead and move towards those comedic, uh, those comedic, uh, you know, roles. Uh, Bette Midler is the same. I think I feel like it's the same way, and she, I think she did a great job in this in this spot too. In this role, she did a great job, you know. And I think that kind of added to the reason why this movie is so special. I think, at least. Well, you figure most people knew Bette Midler from Beaches, which yeah. was 88. A very, dr- a very drama. A, it's, very, it's a drama. Right. And so then from that, she steps into this. And then I just looked it up a year after this. Um, she did another movie that I, I really like. It's one of those movies that whenever it's on, you kind of stop and watch it. And it's that's the first Wives Club. And again, that yes. was kind of a um, that was a comedic role for her as mm-hmm. well. She was on Seinfeld and George oh, yeah. ran her over, ran her over in a home play. <laughs> You ran over Bette Midler. I want to talk about Beaches a little bit more, okay? Because that movie is super sad. Of course it is. It's like a super sad movie, right? So we go from, well, I I haven't seen the whole thing either, but I know what it's about. I know, like I've seen my mom watching that movie a bunch of times. She's just crying, you know? And she sings that one song. uh, Yeah, exactly. Very like sad, like not, not sad song, but it's very like emotional song. It's a melancholy. Yeah, so from her to go from Matt, to you know, Winifred and Hocus Pocus is like a big change, and she, I think she's won awards for Beaches, right? Didn't that movie win like all these awards, like on all the movie award th- shows and all that? It's it's definitely an iconic late '80s movie, for yeah. Sure. I mean, anybody who is you know older um, or you know an adult at the time frame, they know this movie very well. 
Yeah. So. And to go from that to Hocus Pocus is like extreme polar opposites. And that's, I think that brings, I think that's the reason why her role in this picture is so special. That song won a Grammy. Principal photography began on October 12, 1992. The film is set in Salem, Massachusetts, but most of it was shot on sound stages in Burbank, California. Daytime scenes were filmed in Salem and Marblehead, Massachusetts, during two weeks of filming with principal cast. Production was completed on February 10, 1993. The film was released in the United States on July 16, 1993 by Walt Disney Pictures. The film received mixed reviews from film critics at the time of its release. It was not a critical or commercial success upon its release, possibly losing Disney around $16.5 million during its theatrical run. However, largely through annual airings on Disney Channel and Freeform, formerly ABC Family, Hocus Pocus has been rediscovered by audiences, resulting in a yearly spike in home video sales of the film every Halloween season that has helped make it a cult classic. Home video sales? Who's buying home video? Are they buying a VHS? Oh, DVD. Yeah. Even DVD now. I, I mean, people, I wouldn't say people, DVD sales has got to gone, has got to gone down too, I would think. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we have it on DVD, but that was because we've had it for years. Mm-hmm. So now, funny, I wanted to say um, something I found out and I'm, I'm kind of a little excited about it is, you know, a lot of the exterior shots that were filmed in Salem, there's um, a kind of like a self-guided tour um, around Salem of all the Hocus Pocus sites. So and I guess there are, you know, in any town that relies on tourism. Now there are tourism companies that are doing, you know, like these little guided tours of all the sets. So that's kind mm-hmm. of like fun and exciting and definitely something I would do whenever I get the chance to go and check out Salem. Yeah, that does, I think that's definitely something to do. I mean, Salem is such a historic town and there's so much like, you know, conspiracies around Salem. And uh, that that would be just a fun town to visit no matter what. Uh, I actually believe Chris, one of our patrons, I think he might have visited Salem. That would be kind of fun to talk to him about. Uh, I think he went there because he's huge in the history and going to like historic, um, you know, towns. Uh, but yeah, that would be a lot of fun to go there and kind of check out the Hocus Pocus, uh, you know, sets and some history on Hocus Pocus. This last history that we just read, that you just read, Alex, is some of my favorite stuff. This is the stuff I like to hear about the movie, where it was filmed, when it was filmed, when it came out. Uh, so it's pretty awesome. Quick fire, quick facts, let's go! A sequel directed by Adam Shankman is in development as a Disney Plus original film with a screenplay written by Jen D'Angelo. The part of Winifred Sanderson was originally written for Cloris Leachman. Leonardo DiCaprio was originally offered the lead role of Max, but declined it in order to pursue What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Another great movie. Yeah. On, some, on September 15, 2015, the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular was introduced at Magic Kingdom as part of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. The trio tried to make a villain party and summoned or attract various Disney villains in the process. The city of Salem has celebrated its connection to Hocus Pocus, while local filming sites have become an attraction for fans as the movie site legacy has grown over the years. The animatronic cat would later be used in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Whoa, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's a cool fact. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
The fountain featured in the opening credits of Friends 1994 is the same fountain seen when Max and his friends celebrate after burning the witches in the school kiln. That's pretty cool also, huh? Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Jennifer Lopez auditioned for the role of Sarah Sanderson. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome, too. J-Lo. This was the neatest quickfire quick facts. Oh, for sure. I definitely feel feel it's pretty awesome. Uh, the the Friends, you know, that's like, that's, that's. I mean, we, Mel was just watching Friends. She watched all of the seasons, you know, a couple months ago. And that's like a iconic scene is them in front of that fountain all getting thrown in and all in, in the clap and all these different things. I mean, for them, yeah. The, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And if you go back and you look, you can totally tell. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I didn't really pay attention. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, too. Uh, that that was on ABC, right? That was on TGI, uh, TGI Friday, was it? TGIF, yeah, and it was, and the um, it's cool to think about that now because I you remember seeing Sabrina and then the cat, and you're like, wow, that's really yeah, neat. that is super awesome. Yeah. And, and ABC's Disney, so oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, you go to the ABC the commentary over at Hollywood Studios, right? Isn't that the ABC commentary? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. We here at Diz is love this classic Halloween film. It is a much watched throughout the year, but especially on All Hallows Eve. Has life got you down? Tired of working 40 plus hours a week? Ready for a storybook dream vacation? Check out storybookdestinations.com to book your vacation and get special trip reports and insider information. Don't let planning overwhelm you. Let the team at Storybook Destinations make your plans for your next Disney vacation. Check out storybookdestinations.com to plan your next storybook dream vacation now. Somewhere beyond Disney, somewhere waiting for me, my memories I like to share so you can pretend like you were there. Okay, so do you guys have any memories? Jen? Um, So nothing like specific other than I remember catching this, you know, like on Halloween as they, you know, started replaying it. And actually, you know, it's one of those things where you forget about it for a few years and then you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot how much I like this movie. And now it has become a tradition where we have certain movies we have to watch for our certain holidays as a family. And this is one of them. Okay, Alex, do you have any memories? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I expressed how I remember watching the movie as a kid and how like the main character and the girl, but I don't really have any memories that stand out about the movie in particular. Okay, but I'm sure, you know, you watching it with your daughter here, a, uh, you know, I'm sure this is going to be a tradition that you're going to be doing for, for Oh, yeah, a long time. I'll watch this every Halloween for sure. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say I have any memories, you know, I do remember watching it and you know, sometimes I have, you know, sometimes I was sitting there and it's getting late at night and you turn on the TV and then you have a movie. Uh, I don't remember going to see this in the movie theaters. I kind of remember this being like eight o'clock at night on like on Saturday, you know, me being younger and I turn it on, not really expecting to not going, you know, not turning on the TV to watch Hocus Pocus. But it's one of those movies where this was on TV. I watched it and instantly fell in love with it. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I definitely enjoy the movie. So I don't have any kind of specific memories. Did you any of you guys go see this in the movie theater? No. No. Yeah, I didn't go see it in the movie theater either. 
We love being sponsored by Three Cheeky Chicks. I have two dogs, so you know after a day or two, after mopping and deep cleaning, our house can start to get that dog smell. That's why we love our Three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Just put a wax melt on our wax melter, and just like that, our house is smelling good again. With Halloween coming up, there is no better smell than their I Smell Children wax melts. With its sweet vanilla, sprinkles of rich spices, hints of butter, and lots of sugar, this scent will put a spell on you and make your home smelling fine. Visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase some amazing wax melts, candles, and room sprays. Make sure to use the promo code DIZHIS20. That's MagicallyScented.com, promo code DIZHIS20. Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney? I asked, did we talk about carving pumpkins last week? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't or think did that we happen? did. Okay, so we did some carving pumpkins. Um, every year we buy the pumpkins from Target that are not actual pumpkins. They're like styrofoam or plastic, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, this year we did that. And my wife cricketed up some images for our, my daughter and my son, uh, my nephew, Ollie, and uh, Joe's son to color on their pumpkins so they don't have to carve. Mm-hmm. Then my wife cricketed uh, herself stencils to carve out the Sinnerson sisters outline. Oh, cool. Um, and that came out really good. And I carved out Jack skeleton and my daughter drew colored uh, Sally. So those are very Disney oriented pumpkins we have that we just did this year. Go ahead and send those to me so I can post it on our social media. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll take some photos. Um, and then we recently watched, uh, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Now, mm-hmm. Do any of you know this movie? I do. You do? <laughs> I, I don't, but I kind of... Is this an old movie? It's an yeah, older it came out movie. in the late 90s. Like 98, 99. I kind of vaguely it's, remember it. So uh, the main star in the movie is not like that popular, but her sidekick was Raven. But this is like a young oh, Raven okay, before okay. she had her show. Uh, so it's set in the distance feature of 2049. Now I grew up when this movie first came out, I watched it cause 99, I was like 11 and the girl, it was a cute blonde. So like, I'm gonna watch this movie. Like you serious right now? So I watched that movie. It was set in the distant feature of 2049 when Chelsea Clinton was president. Hmm. Oh, cause wow. we just recently watched it. Uh-huh. And we're like talking about president Chelsea Clinton. In what year? 2049. Oh wow. Set. Interesting. And, uh, one thing I love about it. I liked back then and I love now is the lingo they have. They like have some special futuristic lingo. Like they say like uh, Zetus Lapidus is like, oh my gosh. And they say like, uh, <laughs> I'm about to go nuclear, which means they're going to go mad. Uh-huh. And they say, oh my God, that's gaseous, which means it's like terrible. Mm-hmm. So some futuristic lingo they got. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> it has start two sequels. using that in uh, your everyday. Uh, you should start doing it, you know, kind yeah, of bring it back. Like, oh, that's yeah. rad. People are trying to bring, trying it, trying it, back to bring that to the f- past even though it's from the future yeah. yeah you should do it man you should, but you know maybe maybe that's the reason why it's doing it you can start saying right. that now so then right, right. in the next like 20 years it's like really popular right, you, right. but you need to start it needs to start somewhere right uh-huh. or get your daughter to do it just get her oh, to yeah. so that when she's when in she's school. in kindergarten yeah. then you know and she gets really excited about something she can say mm-hmm. oh, see this oh right. yeah I she didn't she wasn't intrigued by the movie that much she no. didn't love it but uh you know i got time to work on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so i really didn't do too much disney this week uh, i've been listening to the zombie soundtrack uh daily on spot 
on Spotify in the mornings, I usually play some Disney instrumentals, which is a great channel on Spotify. And we listen, I listen to with my students, we listen to some Disney instrumentals and it's a, it's pretty cool. Um, this is going to be dropping on Tuesday and tonight we are going to be doing Disney trivia, giving away prizes. We're giving away a tart warmer, a wax melt from three chicky chicks and an SR magic sources, radio magic band sticker. So uh, if you guys can't make it, uh, you know, and if you guys do want to make one in the future, we do them once a month. You know, we give away prizes. Um, just go ahead and join our Patreon. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. And also, looking forward to Mandalorian. You know, every single day, a day goes by. It's a day closer to Mandalorian. I cannot <laughs> wait to watch the Mandalorian. What's so funny? That is how time works. Huh? So that is how time works. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what day is that coming out? I don't even know. The thirtieth. I'm not sure what day that is. The thirtieth. Yeah. So that is a Friday. Oh man, so what? far from now. I know. It's in two weeks, right? And it, they they are going to be releasing an episode once a week, so it's not you can't binge watch it, you know. Which I kind of like because it gives I me something. That. I love it. I I'm a mix. I like both. It doesn't matter to me. I kind of like you know sitting there and binge watching uh, mm-hmm. all of them, or I do enjoy because it gives me something to look forward to. Now I'm going to look forward to you know. Every Friday, so I can watch Mandalorian. I kind of like that too. Look forward to, or just can't wait till it comes. <laughs> Both. <laughs> this gives me something to look forward to. Which one do you prefer, Jen? You do you prefer watching them all at once, or do you like the, when they release it once a uh, once a week? Uh, I'm like an instant gratification person. I want them all at once, mm-hmm. but it's and it's hard because we try. I think I feel like that's one of the shows that we try to watch um, together, mm-hmm. and so it's hard to kind of try to get everybody together. To yeah, watch it. yeah. I'm so. like I, I like both things. You know, growing up, we never had that all watch it all at once. So you know, we always look forward to Friday nights to watch TGIF, uh, TGIF right on Friday nights with your family. And so I kind of get that feeling with this. I'm like, oh, yes, TGIF. You know, this is going to be that where I get together with my family on Friday nights and I get to watch watch the show. So I kind of like that feeling. But I also enjoy watching this all at once. I'm, I'm fine either way, I guess. If you're listening to this podcast, then you must be a big Disney fan. Have you ever thought, boy, it must be nice living close to the parks to be able to drop in whenever you want? If you're seriously thinking about making this dream a reality, consider using Streamline Mortgage Solution. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know Diz has sent you. So I just wanted to go ahead and you know read some reviews that people are leaving for us on you know on Apple Podcasts. Please, you know, if you're listening to us right now, go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, it would mean a lot to us, and it helps us out. Uh, so here's a review that someone left um, a couple weeks ago. My sister and I absolutely love this podcast. We have been Disney lovers for life. 
So we call ourselves Disney experts. There are things we've learned through this podcast, though, that we didn't know before, and now we are even more knowledgeable about our most favorite place on Earth. Listening to y'all is like hanging out with friends, and I always get a good laugh. Keep up the awesome work. Am I going to get another nice. one here, too? Yeah. I love reading them. You know, it really makes, like, we're sitting here, we're doing it, and we enjoy doing it, and I enjoy hanging out with you guys. Mm-hmm. And to hear from people that like to listen, it does, it does feel, uh, does feel good. And it, uh, you know, we, I'm just happy that people kind of like to listen to us. Here's another one. I look forward to Friday afternoons to listen to Joe, Alex, and Jen, and Adam in the old episodes. They have interesting topics and views about the chosen topic for the week. There's always history of the topics and funny anecdotes about when they were there. They make me want to meet up and chat with them every week. Aw, that's nice. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I'm happy that we give that feeling that, hey, we're we're friends, you know. And, you know, if I'm not going to lie to you. If you were to come and hang out in the studio and record with us uh, and we're talking Disney, you would be, like, you know, one of our friends. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to for things to get a little better out there and we can start having guests in the studio. So that's the his on Hocus Pocus. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. You can also support us by sharing and subscribing to our show to get the latest episode. Don't forget to check out DizHiz.com to get access to all of our shows. If you want to help us out and get access to live shows, early access to content, sweet monthly giveaways, show notes, and our fabulous Discord chat, join our group troop at Patreon.com. Search for DizHiz. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and comment on all your podcast platforms.